Hi, I'm Grady Carter, a real estate agent and a father of one. Hi, I'm Gabriel Bird, local dentist and father of three. We've been friends for years, and now that I'm a father, we have more in common than ever before. And it's pretty fun to compare notes at our relative stages of fatherhood. And we do not claim to be parenting experts, and nothing we say here is professional advice. But we love talking about this stuff, and hopefully you do too. This is First Kid, Third Kid, and thank Thank you you for for tuning tuning in. in. And don't forget to follow us on all the main social media platforms. Well, we don't tweet, but we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All the handle at first kid, third kid. That's spelled with the numbers. So one ST kid, three RD kid. Go follow us today. Follow us there. Uh, We don't have an email address because I don't want to respond to emails. But you can message us there if you have any show ideas or want to tell us about your experiences with parenting. Or just follow, share it, tell your friends. And uh, download us on wherever you get you normally get your podcast. All right, episode two. Here we are. Let's go. Okay, we're going to talk about supporting the mothership, which I hope that term is not offensive as it's right. very <laughs> compact and beautiful ship. Um, yes. But realistically, our beautiful, gracious wives are doing all the heavy lifting right now. Yes. And actually, on the big day. I pretend to take one. I'm like, when we had a baby, and I'm like, she had the baby. Yeah. I, I was about as helpful as telling her she was doing a great job maybe right. three or four times throughout the day. Yes. But um, right now, there's not much for us to do as dads. And I tell you, I know you were talking about feeding schedules and things. Mm-hmm. Depending on if the baby latches or if the baby only does formula or right. they, they there's so much pressure on the moms to milk produce and, and feel yeah. worthy because they were able to breastfeed or not. And it's, there's not a wrong answer. I'll tell mm-hmm. you of our three, our oldest was all formula and okay. our, our middle and our youngest were both breastfed and, and Mrs. Bird was able to pump and we had an extra freezer. And, but, but, um, again, all I did was like bar backed that, yes. <laughs> that, that, that drink station. But, um, let's talk about did, how we support it by a garage fridge that has a freezer Good move. for this purpose. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we also wanted a, a drink fridge in the garage, but yeah, like a huge part of this was so that we could store I, milk. I rated it when I was over there. The oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for something to drink. I was like, this is what's in the garage fridge. I don't mind if I do. Yeah. It was very well appointed. Thank you. <laughs> so we kind of dove right into it, but what, uh, well, tell me, how, how have you felt? How have you been supporting? Yeah, well, um, okay, naturally, I am not the most uh, routine person you've ever met. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't eat at the same time every day. I don't bathe at the same time every day. It's kind of a, oh, seems like I should do that thing now. And so it's Grady's grab bag of daily tasks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So let me just do what's right. <laughs> and there's some things that that can work with in our household to keep things moving along. Sure. Um, and there's some things that just need to happen daily or, you know, multiple times a week or weekly or whatever it is and creating some habits and routines around that stuff is definitely like we, we have, we've already kind of got the preview of that when she's been tired lately, I have, uh, taken on more of just, you know, random little tasks around the house or little projects that we had been talking about Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing this all in the middle of a, a bathroom renovation for our primary bedroom. Oh. And, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and she's got to go to the bathroom a hundred times a day. And so she has to walk to the opposite end of the house. And 
you know, there are certain things where like we'll be excited once we oh, have that settled in. That's a story. You know, that's a story she's going to tell your grandkids. Oh, I know. Back <laughs> in my day, my day, your grandfather decided he was going to renovate our bathroom when I was seven months pregnant. And guess how long it took to finish? And guess how far I had to walk in? <laughs> and our, it's going to be us. God, our our. Those mothers, because that little baby is just squishing her bladder. I know. There's no capacity. If there was one thing that I really wish we could have changed over the last probably six, seven weeks, mm-hmm. it would have been that uh, that bathroom would have been operational. Yep. So. Um, I agree. I'm a little upset with you, and I'm <laughs> going to have to live with this situation. <laughs> no, but I'm sure it'll be beautiful. Beautiful yes. and worth it once it's done. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, head scratch sessions and foot rubs and things like that to sure. kind of keep her moving. Um, one of the main things I've had to do has come from instruction on her, like from her, straight mm-hmm. from her mouth. And she says, I need to get off of social media. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this, you know, person or hearing this. Uh, dilemma or this is a dangerous thing that can happen at this point and it's just really not her friend oh oh no 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 yeah yeah it's well you're already a little anxious because it's yeah. your baby yeah and do not if you have have you looked at like infant mortality rates and things? i have not don't on purpose don't because you'll do the math and i know that <laughs> she so oh what's the name of that uh okay so there's a documentary called the social dilemma mm-hmm. and it is about how all of these internet companies, all these social media companies... We are not sponsored by this. We are not sponsored by this documentary. (laughs) Um, How they are designed Mm -hmm. to elicit a reaction in viewership from you. So if you can't turn that video off because you just can't look away, they're going to send you more of that. And I think she... And yeah, fear and anxiety is a very yes. powerful motivator. So if you get one thing that shows mm-hmm. concern and then you engage it in the social oh, yeah. media, you click the link and you read the article, forget it. Oh, yeah. I mean, and so she sees, you know, all of these videos, particularly on TikTok. You know, mm-hmm. Instagram's like this a lot, but TikTok and Instagram seem to be the main culprits of this. They will put stuff in front of her about uh, the, the dangers that she's in, the mm-hmm. dangers the baby's in, oh, yeah. uh, the fact that. So many people fight after they have a bit. I mean, just all these different things that are mm-hmm. doom and gloom. And so. And then know. the what ifs and the what ifs. Yeah. And like, what makes us immune to this? And it, it, right. So the, uh, yeah. Well, the first off, I was childbirth. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> What's going to happen in that hospital that day? <laughs> or I'm assuming hospital. Yep. Okay. Hospital. Uh, and there are a family member who, who uh, had two kids at home. So, hmm. you know, but that was never, get, Mallory was never going to do that. I don't. I, we were all hospital, all hospital yeah, every time. Same. So the, um, the if uh, if you look, I mean, there are statistical, there are horrible things that statistically can happen, and there's nothing right. you can do about it. Mrs. Bird and I had a miscarriage, our first pregnancy yes. together. So our oldest is mine from a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. Our middle and youngest are ours biologically. And when we decided we were going to have children, we we got our first we got our first hit, and then we lost it. Right. And then you look at the rates of that sort of thing yes. which by the way if you've not you guys are way past the the the, the, oh, the, yeah. the cutoff yeah. dates of mm-hmm. high risk of losing so yes. don't worry about me and we were high risk pregnancy which you guys are too right right, right. okay so <clears throat> it's all you know one in four women lose like yeah. 25% and then when when ours happened I, I had was, no idea I, about this I was amazed at how many people we knew that right. did that that I did and it was so comforting and so mm-hmm. but it was such a you know, especially once we had 
that happened. And then we had our next successful pregnancy, which yeah. is our middle child, who's, I, have you ever heard of the rainbow baby phenomenon? Oh, yeah. They say a, a baby that's born after a lost child gets double the love and all of the love and joy from that baby that was lost. Right. So she certainly is our rainbow baby, our middle yeah. child. Oh, but, uh, God, I mean, that pregnancy our, was a different vibe, especially yeah. until we hit that 20-week mark because we had been through it once before, and there's a chance that you can't conceive. There's a chance that you can't have a successful take-to-term. Yes. And, God, love all of our friends that are childless because of that sort of thing, and yeah. it's heartbreaking. And fortunately for us, uh, the, well, we'll talk about the difficulties of that pregnancy later. Yeah. That, well, I'll tell you, she was born early and she was cord wrapped, a compound cord wrap. No. So it was around her neck, then down around her body, then back up around her neck oh again. So gosh. three different places. Yeah. So anyway. Right. So if you start looking itself. at these, you'll, it'll, it'll drive you up the wall. Cause you're just like, why shouldn't this happen to me? Right. Yeah. I, I, so I've actively avoided that kind of information. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's kind of a self preservation thing, I guess. Sure. I believe that we're going to be getting the best possible care. The people who we've, uh, you know, you are, well, and yeah. you're, you're a data set of one, right? Meaning, all of your individual statistics will be 100%, right? 100% yes. success. So <laughs> at this point, yes, stay off of all of that. Yeah. The complications that are going to happen, you can't avoid. And right. there are ways to deal with any and all of them. Yeah. Well, and yeah. there have been times where obviously she, I, I find her going down a rabbit hole and she's just devastated Yeah. by some information that, um, you know, some, well, in, in a lot of times it's just something that's been on her feed. Sure. And then there are times where people say stuff to her directly and it's, um, you know, the idea of, of scaring somebody. It, I, I think that's probably one piece of feedback that I would give to anybody who's thinking about talking to people about their child experience mm-hmm. <laughs> is, uh, you know, I, I don't see the point in, in finding the scariest thing to talk about right. in front of somebody who's going through it. Oh, I know. Straight to the top shelf. Yeah. Some of these people. They just talk about the good stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and if there's something that you can actually change or affect, you know, tell them about it. Sure. You know, I think that's great. Or, or, or ask if they want advice. Um, you know, there's a lot of unsolicited advice that, that comes in this spot. No shortage. So I'm, I'm, Hope I'm hopeful that I remember that in the future because <laughs> I love talking to people. So hopefully, oh, no, just, it's know. part of the right of path. First off, right, you're yeah. granted the all of a sudden expertise in parenting once you have a kid. Right. right? So that and means say such different stuff. Look, it's because nobody hilarious. is a parenting expert. We're all right. just trying to figure this out. Yeah. I've I've noticed there are people that feel that just having a kid makes them a qualified expert. Right. But there's like anybody can have a kid. Yeah. Oh, even yeah. even a even an idiot. <laughs> I mean, clearly here I am. Go away, easy, easy. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, and that's going to be the role. Unfortunately, not unfortunately. I mean, I will tell you, I loved not having to be pregnant. <laughs> Can I say that? So, but uh, just because of the biology of how this works, a lot of the frontline work is put onto the mom. Yes, which means role of dad is support system. She's, she's out there running NASCAR right now. She's yes. like the Dale Earnhardt of baby growing, of being pregnant. You know, so you're the, you're the pit crew, right? Right. Change the tires, get some fuel in there. 
<laughs> make sure you keep track. You keep on the radio. Be like, all right, you're making a good pace. You're making a good pace. So but that is that was my move there was all support, all support, all support, because right. there's just some things we can't do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, if there's a point where I can help bottle feed and, and maybe she can get an earlier sleep some night and I can take the first shift. And I mean, we have these ideas. Mm -hmm. But again, that changes, I'm sure, when it you're does. actually you know, so in the battle. When I had my oldest, I was actually a single parent for the first several years of her life. So yeah. I would, would do the, the, the feedings with a bottle. And going into our second and third, mainly the second one, I was like, hey, I got this. I can do like half the feeding. I can do all the feed. I fed a whole baby once before. It was great. <laughs> and uh, she was concerned about nipple confusion, that if we got a yep. good latch with the breastfeeding, mm -hmm. that if you introduce a bottle too early, some babies. It won't go back. Yeah. Because babies aren't, you know, babies are idiots they don't even know like they don't know how to do anything so they're like, okay no none of this they're not it. they're sweet but they're just undeveloped so right. there have been instances where people bottle too early and then they never breastfeed again right then mom's double time because she it takes like 90 minutes to pump or 30 minutes to pump and then it takes another 30 minutes to feed the baby so if you can directly breastfeed you cut 30 minutes out of that whole loop Right. And this is going to be on a 90-minute 90, 90 cycle because these babies, the newborns eat about every 90 minutes. So 30 minutes of feeding the baby. Then you get maybe a 20-minute nap out of the kid. And then 30 <laughs> minutes of changing the diaper and doing ooey-gooey carry the baby around. And then they're eating again. Yeah. Every 90 minutes. So That's if lot. you have to do a pump <laughs> and bottle fill, if you're not doing formula or anything like mm -hmm. that, then uh, – yeah. So, but so we did not. I did not do much of the feeding early on because of the concerns for nipple confusion. And right. so I it was great because I got. To, I, I would get up as much as I could, but I would also take the opportunity to sleep. She was very gracious about. Well, you go ahead and mm -hmm. get all the sleep you can, mm -hmm. while I'm having to do this, and then I would take on as much as I possibly could when we were yeah, up time with a, like a platoon approach. Yep. Yeah. Well, and Are, that's uh, a thing that I've talked to, to a few people about is this idea of. Of, all right, well, I'll take care of the kids right now. Then you take care of them later. And, and it, what I am gathering is that that works on the very front end better because mm -hmm. there is such a time element and time commitment to it. And then later on, you want to merge it to where it's more in sync to where you're not just passing all the duties back and forth. Right. Well, and gradually, too, that cycle loop, that 90-minute cycle loop will extend to where you're able to go longer spans and kind of get more routine in between all cool. of those things. But the thing is, is uh, we talked about before is you're also going to have all of these plans. Like they say nap when the baby naps, but when else are you going to like clean your kitchen? Right. Yeah. Cause you're going to have these plans and you're going to have these cycles, but that little six pound, eight ounce Mike Tyson is going to just punch <laughs> you in the mouth halfway through one of those rounds and it, whatever it'll be, the kid's going to throw up. You're going to have right. to clean all the, the towels on the, 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 the cushions on the couch. Cause <laughs> just everywhere or you got to change your shirt or got to find a way to do, to do yeah. the bath. So you're going to be winging it. winging it here and there. <laughs> well, and I think we've decided already that we're going to plan to pay for it. Some help. Sure. Um, you know, I know that there are some services or there are people out there who can, who can help uh, like with nighttime sleeping stuff at different mm -hmm. points or, I mean, or you can just have, people come and do your dishes and laundry or I mean oh yeah I mean just some basic stuff I think we're planning in the first few months to find multiple people to help in different ways 
I am a fan of outsourcing yes. some of these childly responsibilities. So yes. I, I definitely don't mind running kids to and from school. But we have a nanny that comes in the mornings and helps get everybody to the school they're supposed to go to. Oh, it. Helps with the afternoon roundup so that Mrs. Bird and I can put, because we both work full time. Yeah. And we both own our own companies. Uh, so we're able to put in our full day's work. But it's also nice to come home to... Like we also have a housekeeper that comes once a week. It's nice to have somebody else tend to that stuff so that you can be a little more, you can do the parenting. You can yeah. engage with your kids when you get home instead of having to f do the laundry or run yeah. the dishes or vacuum or, you know, these other household duties that if they get away from you, they get away from you. So we, we started this actually kind of in the middle of the pregnancy. Mallory had a point where she was just feeling really low mm -hmm. and we knew of somebody who did this, uh, who, who does a lot of organizational stuff and, and some basic cleaning and, and um, they came into our house, and, and they still come once a week, and they try to streamline everything as much as they can. Great. And it's such, oh, man, it's it's amazing already. Yeah. So I'm guessing we're going to lean into that. If I may give another bit of unsolicited yeah. advice. Come on. One of my other favorite newborn baby items was, um, it was not a baby Bajorn, but that's everybody, it's like Xerox Kleenex. The You stri you straps the baby onto your chest. Yeah. And it makes you hands-free. Oh, so yeah. you can do stuff with your kid on you and they would rock to sleep in that thing. So yeah. do you have something like that? We, I don't know that we do yet. Well, yeah. well, actually I take that back. I think I, cause you know, we have read, we have a registry and so people, things have been purchased and yeah. put away and I don't know what all we have. I think we have something <laughs> kind of like that. I think that I saw at some point, I don't, I, I need to take inventory. Is this the Grady's grab bag of duties? <laughs> right, you're yeah, just going to, once you need, you're going to dig through and hope that it's in right. the registry. I need to make a list of what we have. If you don't, if, if you have a little baby carrier, yeah. strongly recommended. I used ours until, well, so our, my, our, our oldest and our middle both outgrew it, but they got to where for a while there, that was the bedtime routine that that's how I'd yeah. get them to sleep is I'd put them in that while I, while I toiled around the house or did this or that or walked the dogs and they'd doze off in there and then you could just put them to bed. <laughs> then our, our youngest, we used it with him and mm. our beautiful Mastiff that I love very much who yes. never chews anything. The one time she, well, she, she chews stuff up sometimes, but she <laughs> like, we were maybe a month away from him outgrowing it and she destroyed it. And no. it was right in the middle of when he, that was the way to get him to bed was to put him into that right. thing and carry him around for a while. And uh, luckily we transitioned to his bedtime routine pretty quickly because these, <laughs> they're not inexpensive. You have to do yeah. this cost of like, okay, we're going to use it for another month tops. To be I honest, have seen some price tags lately and it seems like a lot of this stuff is expensive. Well, uh, you're not a good parent if you don't buy the most expensive version of the thing, right? Like, how, how much was your bottle warmer? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, I bet it was $200. I'm sure. Ew. We can go look at the registry. I'm you sure, know. you know. You can microwave that. I, this, you talked about how you two are going to fight. This yeah. was a big contention between yeah. Mrs. Bird and I because I was like, microwave it. Yeah. Well, it'll make hot spots. We'll shake it up first. Right. So we had a bottle warmer. <laughs> <laughs> after that conversation <laughs> but uh, and it was a nice one it worked yeah so i mean our, i don't know if we have babies one. are alive and well they never go hungry so. after this i'm gonna find out if we do have one because I, you know i i know that we have there are certain things that i know that we have that i know are great like we have a duna and the, the, i think that's What's what it's called duna? the duna it's the stroller we're not sponsored by Duna. We're not sponsored by Duna. We're not sponsored by anybody, which if anybody <laughs> listening wants to throw some sponsorship dollars, let us know. I will still qualify, though. These are products we believe in. So, yeah, yeah Duna. And multiple people had told us about the Duna. And it's, it's a awesome. stroller. It's like off-road, like for Duna. Pop again. off the top. Ooh. And it's also the car seat. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah. And my sister has one uh, for her oldest. Oh, well, here is a, a crazy factoid that mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned yet, which is that my sister who lives across the street on the side, because we both live on a corner, mm-hmm. she's due the same day. <sighs> Bananas. Oh, my God. This is like a movie. <laughs> it's writing itself. Right. It's like uh, Father of the Bride 2 or something. Are you going to be so mad if they don't have it on the same day? <laughs> you know, I, I have mixed feelings. Like if they had the same birthday, I think it would be a blast. Like my, my middle sister, who's two years older than me, she is uh, her birthday is two days after mine. So uh-huh. my mom used to rent out a facility, like you know the OU uh, pool or something sure. like that. And we'd have my birthday party for a few hours. Oh, and totally. Then, then a little break, and then her birthday yeah, party yeah, for a few yeah. hours. And I would imagine these kids are going to be very close. Um, and my sister knows. Well, they're going to go up across the street from each other yeah. and be the same age. We're already referring to them yeah. as the twins. Oh. You know? Oh. And, and, um, and so she has another uh, child. And mm-hmm. then my other sister, who's around the corner, she has two kids. And so we're, my mom is going to go from having three grandkids to five. And mm-hmm. we're all pumped. And, and there's one boy on my side so far. Oh, your sweet mom. She's going to be such a good grandma. I mean, she's already a good grandma. I know. Yeah. Well, and, well, and so my sister has a girl, and she knows she's about to have a girl, and this is going to be our first. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and my other sister, she has a girl and a boy. And so we are actually not finding out. We are going to find out at delivery. Oh, I know. So we're really excited. That's actually our topic for episode three of season what? one, which is coming up I didn't next. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. This is a good time to wrap it up. Yep. And again, since this is our first swing at this, we don't have a formalized closing or outro, or we don't have a gimmick where we're going to play a game each time. So <laughs> let's just wrap it up. All right. Well, <clears throat> bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> And if you have any feedback or ideas for the podcast, we would love your feedback. And you can hit us up on several social media platforms. Yep. You can message us on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. All three of those, the handle is at first kid, third kid. That's spelled with the numbers one S T kid, three R D kid.